Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. And also, he is an internet influencer for books, of all things. Well, not really books. That's one specific book. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Avatar The Last Podcasters. And we're going to be, I'm going to say we're going to be lazy. We've both been very productive human beings today, and that's important. But we're pretty much just going to throw some news at you and then get on track with, we've got some fun fan suggestion ideas for for a few episodes in the next couple weeks that we'll throw at you starting next week. But before we get to the news and stuff, Chris, how you doing? What are you up to? How you been? Uh, um, this week's sucked for me. <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, well, you know, well, last time I saw it was great, and you know, uh, people saw that went to John Mulaney. That was terrific. Um, Tuesday, found out I did not get this promotion that uh, I wanted to get. That pissed me off for a good hour. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like forty-eight <laughs> hours, and I was gonna be right with you. I was like, yeah, forty-eight hours is the right amount of time. No, so well, I mean, so, so my level of 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 being angry was like very high that first hour and then it just went down and it it uh yeah about 48 hours uh and i'm like whatever it's, it is what it, it sounds very conceited of me but i'm like if she if if the <laughs> if the manager or the supervisor director didn't pick me then she's incompetent and i don't want to work under her anyway <laughs> It's not a very that's a thought in my head of like that's wow, like, that's like a very a conceited thought of mine. That's but. like high school like dating logic of like your friends trying to console you when you get shot down of like they didn't deserve you anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> but like even even though like throughout my career where I've not gotten plenty of promotions and been rejected plenty of times, I never had that like very conceited thought. But uh this time I did for some reason. Even though I'm, I'm sure the person that they hired is like a good person and fine. So I, I do think that they'll be, um, I don't think they'll be as good as I would be, especially the short term. And that's it's months or so. This person had to learn a lot. I mean, although essentially I have to show them how to do everything, which also will piss me off, but I'll still do it because I'm a team player. But. Yeah. There, there's probably an NBA comp there of like somebody not wanting to be somebody else's mentor. I can think of. I keep thinking, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking of Aaron Rodgers and that terrible quarterback that's behind him. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm sorry to hear that you did not get your promotion. I believe that you are deserving, but I don't know the other candidates, so I'm just throwing my hat into the <laughs> ring. Uh, but you know, hey, there's always next time. At least, uh, you know, at least you had the good vibes of the John Mulaney show, like, lingering in your soul to make you feel better. Find that internal happiness that John Mulaney spoke to us about, which w was not the point of the entire show, but it was a nice way to end. Um, the nice message to Connor at the end there. Yeah, Colton. Colton. Colton, yeah. Yeah. It was a very, like, suburban name i felt like yeah I've, I've never met a black guy named colton before i ever say i've met a black it's... guy named connor or colton to be fair but um then again my scope is limited to to be fair <laughs> uh chris i don't uh positive well, I... things oh, oh wait uh I, i'm rearranging my my shelf which that's great i don't know why that always 
brings me joy, but it does. Uh, went to Walmart, bought a bunch of new shirts. They got this new Yu Yu Hakusho shirt, and I bought my daughter one because she's also likes Yu Yu Hakusho and she likes for us to match whenever she wears. We both have there's two. <laughs> we both have two shirts that are the same, and she likes us to match on on those days, which is uh, is great. You know, raising them right. That's adorable. What do you do? You have feelings on potential the live action? Um, you know what? I'm not that excited for it for for one reason in particular. So it's not, you know, how people say that like Western Hollywood is like terrible at adapting anime, and that is true. So They've far never Netflix has proven that to be an accurate statement. Yeah, but you know who Hollywood is terrible at adapting anime, but also. Japanese productions are terrible at adapting anime as well. Like, there's only one really great anime adaption that I'm like, all right, these movies are good. Like, I'm into them. And that's the uh, Ramoni Kenshin movies. And those were done by a Japanese studio. Like, it was like, they are in Japanese. And then you can watch the English dub if you want and stuff like that. Um and so this is going to be done by a Japanese studio with like Japanese actors. And so it's going to be originally filmed in Japanese and uh, probably I'm going to guess it's going to be dubbed over. Um, but that means it's going to have like probably lesser production value and, uh, and <laughs> whatnot. So uh, we'll see. The cast so far looks okay. Like the character designs, one for Hiei, I'm just like, that looks terrible. Like they gave him a white turtleneck. Like, he doesn't look... Yeah, and that just sounds like me being a picky fanboy. Uh, but, you know, I'll give it a shot. Whatever it is. It's going to be what's going to be. Although, I am disappointed it's not going to be in English. Because for some reason, like, Yusuke, to me... And this is one that... Yu Yu Hakusho is one of the few animes where the English dub is, like, for a lot of people, better than the uh, sub. Because a lot of that has to do with the voice acting. Like, Yusuke, like, cursing people out, his friends or enemies alike in English, it's, like, just hilarious, and it adds a lot to the character. And you don't get that same, like, sense of, like, being kind of an a-hole that, that Yusuke can be sometimes. Um, I haven't seen enough anime to have an opinion on good dubs. I will say I've seen enough common bad dub anime to know a bad one when I see one. Yeah. And from what little I've watched of Yu Yu Hakusho, it feels like a pretty quality dub. Never feels awkward or forced, and I would say that's very rare in my limited experience. Uh, Well, hey, I think it's adorable that you and your daughter have matching shirts and that she's into that. Hopefully the show won't be like an abomination. <laughs> Uh, is it that is it Netflix or am I thinking of the wrong thing? No, it is Netflix. Yes, I just like has Netflix done a live action remake of something that was worthwhile? So, or... oh, that's worthwhile. Some people like the Full Metal Alchemist they did. I could not watch past like the first thirty minutes of it. And I never finished it. Um, their Death Note was terrible. They're redoing it actually with the Duffer Brothers who are behind Stranger Things. So that, so that means it probably won't be out until 2025 or so. Um. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's kind of ways to go. That's just me guessing. Because to me, I, w I would guess that their priority is the next season of Stranger Things, which I think is the last season. Um, excellent. 
I had another question, but it's gone now, so it must have not been important. I'll think of it later randomly. It'll turn into a tangent. Uh, Chris, I did not have a great week either. I won't trouble you with too many details other than that. I'm really bad at home improvement stuff, and I hate doing it, and that's been most of my week. Uh, but I did put out a video that if you would go, if you like Switch games, go watch it. It was actually Chris's idea. It was top 10 party games, and I kind of adapted it a little bit. Instead of party games, like your Super Mario Party and Rabbids, I did 10 games to play at parties. So any uh -huh. game that is four-player... That's different, man. Yeah, four-player local split screen on a single switch is what i was going that was kind of my only criteria like if you get four people yeah. playing on one console or one tv um that's all i was going for so um chris thanks for the idea so far the video is doing pretty well or at least people are saying nice things uh the, the 10 people that have watched at least and so go check it out and i'm sure i won't be able to make another one for a while because this month is going to be crazy but that being said that was like the high point of my week if just like publishing the video it's a very gratifying experience. Yeah. Like you finish it, you put it out there, and it's yeah. out it just feels good. I haven't had that. I haven't had that feeling in such a long time. It is quite like a little bitty rush. Like it all right, I'm putting something out to the world that I created. Came straight from me. It's very <laughs> gratifying. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So that was my week, Chris. You said you had some news-ish type things. Yeah. I got all sorts of little news tidbits and stuff. Uh, first, so uh, San Diego Comic-Con was this last weekend while we were partying up with John Mulaney. People in San Diego was partying up with other people <laughs> and, and stuff. Anyway, uh, Avatar had a Avatar like Dark Horse, which is the, the publishing behind the comics, announced uh, two new projects. They announced an Azula standalone comic, and then they announced a Korra trilogy. So I was really, really excited when I first saw Azula's Game comic. It's called Azula in the Spirit Temple, which that sounds uh, really exciting. She's kind of dressed in her, uh, the Surge clothing, right? Not like the full armor, but like what she was first seen in the show. Um, and she has kind of raggedy. I'm assuming it takes place after Smoke and Shadow. Uh, but I'm not sure yet. But it seems interesting. And then like, the more I thought about it, the less excited I'm about it because it seems to be kind of in the same spirit as those standalone comics like the Katara and the Pirate Silver or whatever the heck that was called, False Metal Bending Academy, uh, Suki Alone. It seems to be like those, like just those short little uh, stories. And none of those are really that great. Like, like they're, they're just so non-consequential that I'm hoping we get Still holding out a little bit of hope. It would get a little bit more from this, especially since it seems like it will take place after anything we've seen in the show or comics. While those three were like weirdly done within a show, like um, Suki's takes place while she's in prison, Katara's takes place in like between book one, book two, or something like that. And I'm not even sure where. Well, I think it's all take place after the show. But, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I think I'm in the minority in Avatar fandom, and that's fine. It's all right to, to have a You're about to say opinion, something ridiculous, I'd... I'm sure. 
No, I just I don't have any interest in going any farther with Azula, man. I don't care what yeah, happens to her. That's that's the thing I knew you were gonna say, Sean. I, that's not ridiculous. That's a it's, it's a ridiculous lesser common opinion. Uh, but I just I just don't I do I never. She just was like a like a power hungry talented kid, and then she had her downfall, and I don't care what happened to her after that. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but like that's the thing like why is she so power hungry like she's now put into a place where she doesn't like it's interesting she was power hungry because right. she was raised that way and then she had her downfall and you want to see the redemption that's fine i would say she can have a redemption well, i just don't want to read about no it. i don't want i don't want to see redemption because to me as really being redeemed is like out of character i just want to see her be down a different path and then what she's on. All right, to me, she's going to be... She could be the bad person until she, until she dies, and I'd, I'd be fine with that. To me, right now where she's at, she's Zuko after his Agni Kai with his dad. Right? Like, everything has been stripped from him. Right now, Azula has... She has no country. She's the prince, princess of nothing. She's not... Didn't, didn't get to become Fire Lord. She has no friends. She's all alone. Um, and so, like, what does she do in in that case now? And that same with Zuka was. And so, it'll be interesting to see where her story takes her. Well, it's a short book. I'm not sure. Most I was like, a short book. I'm not sure she'll be able to go that far. So I'm worried about Zuko that. Special is that most people don't make it out of that, right? That's the thing that makes that makes Zuko unique or his story worth telling. Like, I don't want another person to make it out of that out of that situation on a positive right like yeah that's, i mean that's what makes zuko it, special i mean it's slightly different i wouldn't say it's it's i think they're different because they're coming from different levels of it azula felt like she was always special while zuko didn't and then oh just different things it's interesting to see how people and then different i don't know aspects and have the same thing sort of have to them see how they turn out i don't think i want to see her turn more evil and have like an evil villain comeback story yeah i mean that would would be let's go down that road i'll be cool with i would create uh let me see what what's a what's next level lightning Um, shockwave i don't know Even lightning, even even redirecting lightning never made a whole lot of sense to me for firebenders, but I get it. You know what didn't make sense? Just lightning bending didn't make sense for me for when I first when they well when they first did, I was like, well, if anyone the lightning bend, it'll be like either the waterbenders or the earth or the not earth waterbenders or airbenders because they can like airbenders can control the temperature. I'd want it to Within be airbenders themselves. That makes the most sense to me personally. I think so. Uh, but if you think about fire, though, or you think about lightning, lightning is technically, I think, fire and plat. No, lightning no, is... It's, uh... No, no, that's not true. Fire is a weird thing. Fire is like the weirdest it, thing on Earth because it's yeah. not a solid, it's not a liquid, it's not a gas, it's technically. It's literally a state it's of not... chemical change, essentially. Yeah, it's... it's... Fire is freaking a, weird. In the words of Dimitri Martin, it's nothing but a shape and a temperature. Yeah. It's a great uh, throw out a And I don't, I don't think it's even... 
And it's not even considered to be a plasma, which lightning is a plasma. Um, but, um, Hey, well, listen, what kind of bending should super evil Azula learn next at the end of this comic? Uh, I mean, I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing though, this, you know, the story is called Azula in the spirit temple. She's going to go down some type of spiritual path. I think she'll be more indoctrinated into spirituality, but still be like hesitant by the end of the book. And like, she might learn a little lesson, but she'll still, I feel like, mostly maintain that Azulaness. Like, it'll be this book, I think, will be the foot in the door to get her down a different path. Um, and Chris, the other one you said was a Korra trilogy? Yes, Korra trilogy. I have no idea what the title is. I didn't say. Uh, but I'm excited for that. Hmm. All right. Party. Uh, I also have, Chris, the website pulled up if at any point you want me to reference that. Um, if you all remember, yes, other Musk, piece... Chris cannot see me or Musgreen. <laughs> Very handy. Other piece of news. Uh, they have cast the Cabbage guy, Cabbage Merchant. As they for the Yeah. Well, okay, so this is according to Outro News, which they I did pull haven't them, been that wrong. That specific news article. Oh, here it is. Okay, cool. I got you. Yes. And I think this is great casting, actually. Um, this The voice actor for the Cabbage Merchant is playing him in live action. So I think that's great. Uh, like, and right next to that, I see a casting for King Boomy. And that is yes, that's the next one. We'll right. get to that, Sean. Oh, we'll get sorry. To that. I ruined that's it. The, well, it's already okay. on screen, Chris. Yeah. That's the hard part Dang of it, Sean. <laughs> I can't separate news articles on this website, Chris. <laughs> Listen, I built IKEA furniture today, Chris. Do you understand what I've been through? <laughs> it's, it's the worst experience a couple can experience together. Well, I I, I only ever built stuff by myself. Uh, now to be to be fair, I was doing it by myself, and it was going much worse until my wife saved me. <laughs> uh, so actually, in this case, IKEA made my marriage stronger. But oh, unintentionally, nice. I'm not about to give IKEA credit for that. That's bullshit. <laughs> uh, anyway, no. Um, just, okay, okay, so my bad. Uh, Cabbage Merchant first. Can you can you tell me his name? I don't. I'm not familiar James with his name. C S I E. S -I, -E. I don't know how to how to pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Um. Yeah. So he's he's uh some type of Asian, I believe. Um. And uh, yeah, so it'll be really interesting to see how he plays it in live action. The only other cast that I think would have been better is the one that I fan casted, which was, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his I name. I forget who it was, dude. I'm forgetting his name. I've been watching, I watched like six episodes of Community in the last two days. It was great to have him on the background while I rearranged my shelf. Um, it's, Dr. it's such a great background noise. It's so comforting. Dr. Kim? No. Oh. Oh my Chang. I'm I don't Ken for some reason yeah. I can't remember. Kim Jong. Yeah. yeah. Um so it, I okay, that would have been my Kim Jong, he would have had to been like a totally different character. Which is fine. He could have really been a spicier yeah. take on the cabbage merchant. He I, he could have sold the crap out of the two words, my cabbages. Oh yeah. Like and he could he would have and he would have improvised 
stuff on top of it. He would have like, made other actors uncomfortable in a way that we need to see <laughs> on screen at immediately. But uh, you know, hey, no, this is still a great pick. OG guy, though. Still a great pick. Cool. Yeah, OG guy. Great to see that they're showing love to the original show. Um, yeah, so really good. I think that's a really good casting. It'll be amusing. Other casting news. If he happens to be a terrible actor, like he's a voice actor, it'll be. I don't know why it'll make me laugh if he's a horrible on screen. I think he's been in other stuff. Does it say anything else he's been in on the article? It should. Let me let me do some scrolling here. And you go ahead, go to the next one. Uh, we'll. Uh... Oh, he's an author. How about that? He is author. Yes. Um, it doesn't mention anything in here other than voice acting for Kung Fu Panda and Uncharted. Okay, that's what it was. And it says the Uncharted okay. series, so I have to assume it means the games. Yeah. All right, other piece of news. King Boomy has been cast, and I'm still mad that they didn't call him Morgan Freeman, because I think that would have been hilarious, and he would have killed it. Uh <laughs> That's a, I think Morgan Freeman looks, differences. That is that is true. Morgan, <laughs> the, the actor from CBS's Ghosts, or Morgan Freeman, like that is yeah. like a difference. Of I'm as sure Morgan Freeman. CBS. Gets, I was like, no, I want Morgan Freeman. I want the other guy. Uh, All right, listen. I I I modestly enjoyed Ghosts. Heather and I will probably continue to watch it as it comes out. We'll see. Uh, but I yeah. modestly enjoy Ghosts, and I modestly did not care for his stuff. I specifically he... said to Heather that he is an awkward, he's like a stiff or uncomfortable actor. <laughs> I did not care for I... him. He was, he was cool. He, he was not the standout. But it's hard to be the standout when the only person you're talking to is one. There's only one person. Granted, she's the main character, but you don't get to bounce off of anyone else in the show because you can't see the other cast because they're ghosts. Um, I think he's, I think he's cool. And then if you think about that one episode where um, the older English lady. Uh, I say English, but she's American, but, you know, and during that... Ye old uh, English-American. Yes. Uh, when she possessed his body, and, you know, he had to act as her possessing his body, I think he can pull... He has comedic chops. I think that's why they cast him as Boomy. So that part I'm excited for. They're not... I don't think they're going too serious with, with this show, and, it's, and I think that's proven by this. If they were going really serious, they would have hired Morgan someone... Freeman. Yeah, they would, they would hire Morgan Freeman. Obviously. <laughs> I I do think I'll give the guy some credit. Like I said, I didn't I didn't not like the show. We enjoyed it enough that we'll continue, and I don't say that very often. He got a little better as the show went on. But I just remember very early on being like, this guy is like a acquired taste of an actor. I don't know. What's his name? What's his name again? His it's going to be disrespectful now. Say his name. Utkarsh and Bootkar. Mm. I see you didn't say his name for a reason. You're trying to get away with that. I absolutely did not say his name for a reason. <laughs> Listen, it's not that I don't respect him. I just don't want to offend him with my shitty pronunciations. Yeah. But he deserves better, you know? Uh, I'm curious how... I don't say this often about... Uh, I'm curious how jacked he is. 
because they they hired they want someone younger. They could have went with someone uh, Boomy's age ish. Boomy's hundred and about twelve, so they could have went like a six year old actor. But they went with like a he's thirty eight. Uh, but they are gonna like make him up and stuff uh, to look older. But um, I'm curious if he, they hired a younger actor. Episode of Ghost where he's shirtless for a bit and they call it out that he's very very fit for a nerd or something like that. Or am I thinking of something? Else? I man, I don't I don't remember that. No, I'm not sure. I might be thinking of something else entirely. Listen, I hmm. I transpose shirtless guys over a lot of my mental images of shows. Chris, don't judge. Um, no, I I might be thinking of something different though. Like Booby is like the most jacked person in the entire universe of, of either shows. I don't think I've seen anyone who's more jacked than, than Boomy. And so I'm curious if he will like try to get in Boomy's shape. The most jacked person in the world and we wanted Morgan Freeman. Because <laughs> it would it would have worked. No, I would have loved to see Morgan Freeman doing like a James Earl Jones voiceover for some jacked person. <laughs> Just pull a, pull a Star Wars. Just a a head floating on the Jack guy's body. Exactly. It'd be terrible CGI. I'd, I'd still um, watch. I'd still watch. Yeah, and so it will be also interesting to see if he how much like action scenes he has and stuff. Um, but I'm assuming that's why they went younger, so he can do a little bit more movement and stuff. Morgan Freeman ain't gonna be moving around there. He's so just gonna be how like, old is Morgan Freeman? I don't know. If I had to guess. 70 no let's let's figure it out 82 mm. no mm. wait 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 let me let me he he was on Leon me in about 1990 that was he was about 40 and that 1990 that was 30 years ago i'm gonna say 70 eight trust your original instincts chris he was 85 he's 85 He's 85. Your first, because yeah. didn't you say 83, like, right away? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take your first guess. Your first guess is the one you meant. Um, you were close. <laughs> your price is right when. Uh, um, and that is, what? Is that uh, geez, what was that news? That was the only other news. Excellent. But... Sean, how long have we been recording? I'm just curious. We've been recording for 26 minutes, and I see one more thing here that I think is worth bringing up. Oh, we'll bring it up. What is it? Uh, I don't know if it's that crazy or not, but it just there's this uh, article that just says uh, season one has wrapped, and it's showing the entire casting of the. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we mentioned that. Still on Amazon.co. Um, but just the idea that like yeah, they've got the whole cast and crew. And it feels like more of a reality. And again, all feelings aside on the show, uh, I mean, we're certainly going to watch it one way or the other. Hopefully it's good because I want this thing to be good. I don't think it's going to be good, but I want it to be good. And so it's exciting just like one step closer to reality. Yeah. I think I shouldn't um, say I think it's not going to be good. I should say I think it's going to be palatable. I just don't know that it's going to be good. It's just going to be me. Yeah. Which the, is uh, two other things. Quick toy review. I feel like we haven't done a toy review in a while. I just got this uh, new toy here, which is sick. Uh, a, a BST Aetzen game toy. 
Um, which I really like this one because this is like the cosmic gang. And uh, no, it just looks really That's cool. Sick, yeah. It's like a, like a purple one. I have an, I have an Avatar State Aang from, I think, Diamond Select. And it's not as cool as this one. But, he looks uh, cool. And then, and then I had uh, a Diamond, uh, not Diamond. McFarlane came out with a new Iro toy, which I can't, I've never found at Walmart. And I've never seen Walmart selling it, but I did find it on Amazon, which is weird because I thought it was like more of a exclusive to Walmart. Then again, I bought it from a third party off Amazon. So it's not $9.99 like those other ones where I bought it for like more than that. But I actually you know, bought two of them. Honest, I forget that you can buy stuff on Amazon from third parties. I forget that's a function that exists. Yeah. I actually bought two of them, not one for you. That would be too nice for me. Be no, because uh... that would be that's too strong. That's too strong. <laughs> yeah. I decided I bought one, and I was like, you know, I think I might buy another one just because I wanted to do a custom uh, white lotus arrow. I think oh, it'd be sick. pretty cool. That'd be. So. They, you know, what? I mean, you should do a custom version, but that would also just be a sick deep cut action figure to have a white lotus arrow. Nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Diamond Slug. Uh, because I am. Avatar, the last podcaster spans. Oh, that's McFarlane. Sorry, that's McFarlane. Oh, McFarlane. Although Diamond Slug also does. Either one. If if you and the Google Hangouts <laughs> guy are out there listening to us right now, <laughs> probably the same guy. They, he just that's his night. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I am getting an Iro Diamond Slug that is. He's like uh, refugee Iro. Well, that should be interesting. So then my goal is have three Iros, right? They're up since it's, it's kind of three character arcs, sort of. Um, one as the Carnation General that, you know, is what he's uh, was before, where he thought his destiny was. And then one where he's the refugee, and then one where he's the liberator of Boston Se. So oh, can sort of have three of them. That's my uh, plan anyway. No, that sounds like an admirable plan. Um, Chris, without giving any like spoilers or taking away from future videos, how far are you in the book? Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually going to be part of our last little topic. I'm on page 209. I think I'm on page 153. I'm starting to get into a lot more. Things are picking up, and uh, I'm starting to like... Uh, Kavik, or I was, I was listening to a podcast today with FC Young. But I can't decide if that's just because that's how he said it on here and that's what stuck. That's how I'm going to keep saying it, though. Kavik. See, I think it's Kavik. I was on a podcast. Not on a <laughs> I was listening to a podcast earlier with FC on it. And the person who's hosting it said Kavik. And FC didn't like change his name. I think that, well, I think he said his name. Um, as Kavik. So uh, I guess it's Kavik. Are you the I wish I wish they would release <laughs> I wish they would release like just a pronunciation type of deal for their names. I guess I could look it up technically I mean, and it will probably be accurate. But... Like even if F C like said it out loud, that would be very validating. Like Yeah. Oh, oh. Um but Sean, what's, what's, so you're way more into it than the first page last time we talked about it. Yeah. What are your first impressions of the book? I've been crushing it this week, and it's come very easy, which reading does not always do to me. So that is an instant good 
first impression. I understand what you're saying about the slow burn. Um, and I don't want to overdo it because you didn't, you weren't trying to like bash it. That was like a, a minor critique, right? And I, and I get it. Uh, but I do think that they are, they're doing a good job, like pulling, like reeling me in, right? Like it's a nice yeah. big slow reel in, but they've got me hooked. I want to know what it is. So yeah, I would say my first impression is very good. It is uh, stronger than the second Kyoshi novel. Probably not hooked as hard. Really? As okay. Probably not hooked as hard as the first Kyoshi novel, but more so than the second. Mm. Uh, 153 pages for the record is almost exactly halfway through. So for whatever that's worth to yeah. you out there. Did you get to the part where uh, Yang Chen is in the Western Air Temple talking trash to... Yeah, to the other yeah. masters, yeah. Yeah, I had to reread that the first time. The, I'm just the, like, way, that, yeah, the way that it was worded at first was confusing, but then I read it again. I was like, oh, it's like just misreading i just misread sarcasm yeah. essentially in in yes yes yeah, yeah like because it's it reads like kyoshi felt obliged not kyoshi yanchen felt obliged to respond in this manner like no like as if like it was of utmost importance and so like in my head or something very official yeah I thought and then were, i thought I was like, oh it's not bashing her and like like legit downing her. yeah uh, yeah. But no, after I reread it the second time, I was like, that is very clever. I think a lot of readers will be confused the first time, but I hope they do. Yeah. Like, I hope they go back and think on it and be like, oh, he's making a joke here. That's kind of funny. Hmm. I do. I was thinking about a future episode where we uh, rank our top moments from the novels. Might be hard to do to remember. I can remember a lot of different things from the Kyoshi novels. Um, or I feel like I might be missing on some, so we might have to just do something combined. I have but. a sneaking suspicion that my wife is going to get me the uh, audiobooks for my birthday. I never have gotten those yet. And so that'll uh, be a good time for me to burn back through both of those in advance of yeah. a top novel moments. They might be on Hoopla. Oh, I always kind of forget about that app. Yeah, great app. You and Adam Setter taught me about the Hoopla. Because I always say it like hoopla, like uh, in the the first Jimmy Neutron movie with those egg-shaped things. Hoopla, that might be. Hoopla. Yeah. Do you remember that movie at all? It's not a good movie. Yeah, I remember. Like I remember. I remember seeing that movie in sixth grade with my mom, and then these like, I told some girls at school that saw it. And I remember them being like, <laughs> "He said he was gonna see Jimmy Neutron." I don't know if they were making fun of me slightly or more impressed with me. I really never could tell. I remember it was a seventh or eighth grade when that live action Scooby Doo movie came out. Chris, do you remember roughly mm -hmm. when seventh? Yes. Um. You might have been eighth, me seventh, or you. Yeah, I remember seeing it with my mom. I remember enjoying it. Oh, I I liked it way more than I should. Chris, I still like that movie way more than I should. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Lillard is. Well, a I think. Um, I think it gets a good. It well, but I remember like that same experience of like telling people the next day I saw it and I got like mixed emotions of like I thought everybody'd be all about it. And it's like no. That place not not huge Scooby Doo fans in that classroom. Mm -hmm. But uh Speaking of Scooby Doo, the uh multiverses is out. So Oh the uh, free to play Yeah. But uh fighter. I still yeah, I still I, I'm having so much trouble getting into these 
Smash Bros. Copycats that don't have a button for Chris, undo, I, up for jumping. I, that might just be a me thing, but I mean, I, I, I think you are in the majority. I think serious competitive fighters want it the way no, you I, described. Okay, I'll say I'm not. Like, I'm not nearly as good at Smash as like really good players are. Like, no, I, but I think I think <laughs> yeah, people okay. who who like I do think the serious community would argue in favor of what you are saying because it resembles a fighting mm. game. Yeah. Uh, Chris, one I want to us to play and it was in my video. Uh, well, spoiler alert, I guess in my video is called Rivals of Aether. I still don't know how to pronounce it. It's a little more expensive. It's like a $40, $50 game, which I guess normal normal price, full price, or still full price. Um, but it's a very good Smash Bros. clone from the people who made Super Smash Land, which is very literally a Smash Brothers clone. Um, but they like they did it big. It's got great production values. And then it also has a an earth, air, fire, water, like, oh, theming okay. to it. Or what do, you, what do I want to call it? Like a... Um, what do they call it in Pokemon? Pokemon's? Uh, what do they call Elements. it? Like a paper, scissors, rock, where like strengths and weaknesses yeah. to some degree. Um, huh. To some degree, it's not a huge factor in the game, but you know, it kind of fits the Avatar theme, and it is, in my opinion, uh, from what I have researched, despite not having played the game, the best reviewed Smash Brothers clone. Mm. Yeah. So Rivals of Aether. I'm gonna say Aether. One day, Sean, um, I'm going to. This is off topic, uh, but it's Avatar related. Um, I want to develop a game for pro bending, the same way Quidditch was adapted for uh, real life. Uh, but is it just gonna so this is going to be like dodgeball? Because that's a good starting spot. It's a dodgeball esque, yes, yes. So essentially. Right. So, you know, in dodgeball, if you get hit, you're out. But in this, I'm going to say if you get hit, you go back one spot. But there's going to be three different things you can get hit with. a Just a regular ball, like a, I don't know what you call those balls, like those red balls, like a dodgeball. Yeah. Um, like a dodgeball will be like an earth bender, I guess. No, the disc. No. Are you throwing discuses at people, Chris? Because I don't want to play this game anymore. Frisbees, yes. I'm out. Frisbees, okay, frisbees. Yes. Okay. Like yeah. soft-sided, but... like pool frisbees. Sure. Why not? Rather than <laughs> Chris is out here throwing like those small, rigid frisbees. No, frisbees not not those people. not those golf frisbees. Just like regular like frisbees. You can. Like yeah. a cheap, like uh, the freebies from the fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. Um, but since it's easier to like hit someone, I feel like it'll be hard to hit someone with a frisbee. So you get you go back one spot with that. Um, but if you hit someone with like a dodgeball, you got to hit them twice, and then they go back one spot. Well, no, that's hard to keep up with. Okay, but Chris, no, what about this? One spot. It's harder to hit people at the frisbee, but what if that's just part of the strategy of the game? Is which of the players on my team do I make yes. throw which objects? And yes. so it's yeah, still just exactly. one space, but like I, hey, who has to be the frisbee? Yeah, I, I still can't think of the third option, right? So you have a frisbee, you have like a dodgeball, um, water balloon, maybe 
<laughs> Take this very literal. <laughs> no, because if someone walk, I'm assuming this is something you would play in like a gymnasium. Mm. What's another? It needs. To yeah, be... I can't, another like a tennis ball would be too hard and too easy to hit kind of people with. Though, yeah, waterbenders would rule the game. Uh. Oh, yeah. I mean, in that case, I would think you get three hits. Like, you gotta get three hits to go behind one zone. This is probably demeaning it too far, but what about, like, just three different sort of size and weight of, of balls? Like, so in dodgeballs, you had, like, the dangerous small red ones that would, like, leave marks yeah. all over your face, and then you had the soft, mm-hmm. squishy ones. So, you know, like, what if it just three three ball variants? Yeah. Or still, I like the Frisbee idea just because that's different, and I've always... It's know, something different, yeah. Who doesn't want to use a frisbee as a weapon? Maybe a Nerf football would be firebending because it's way more like. You know. It's got a fire cone shape to it. Yeah, yeah. why not? Sure. I think the hard. We just gotta get. We just to gotta get a group of though. six people. We um, just need four more people to play. With. I think we could probably round up someone in Kansas City area. To go somewhere That's and play this game. Panel is it's just a game. That is our next I think Quidditch. Talking about live action remakes that suck. You know what? Quidditch, real life Quidditch is better than fictional Quidditch as described in the book. I heard they rebranded recently, which is a terrible sport. Oh, real life Quidditch did. Yeah, oh, I think they rebranded to I don't know to make it. I think I think more of a sport. Okay, I mean, I'm down with that. Like I said, Quidditch yeah. in the Harry Potter books. Coming from a Harry Potter fan, like, hey, look at the, I got the castle back here. It's a big deal. I hate Quidditch. It's the worst part of those books. It's a terrible sport. Well, I take my sports very seriously. But one of these days, we're going to get four fans. Some, someone. Four people. Four more people. Just to play pro bending. The thing about Frisbee, though, is like you do bend the Frisbee. Like you, depending on how you, when I play Frisbee, like Ultimate Frisbee, like you bend the Frisbee. You water, know what I'm saying? Water bending is just uh, you whip people with a jump rope. You just water whip people with a hard jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's very. Um, uh, I, I won't play, that, won't play that game either. I'm out. That, that one's, yeah, that one's a little. To, uh, oh yeah, I see what you get. Nope, I get you. My bad. Retract my statement. Um, the... <laughs> well, I will think of a third projectile that we can throw at people. I think a Nerf, like one of those cheap Nerf balls. I mean, might a be football the best. is a very different throw than a baseball. So, a football shaped, you know, a ball shaped like a football versus a, a regular dodgeball. I think that's enough variance. I yeah. can get down with that. That's kind of yeah. firebendery. It's like throwing a fireball. Football, fireball, same diff. You got a kid awake? One second. Man, now I got to keep this conversation about dodgeball alive while Chris is talking. And you, ooh, what about the footballs, the vortex ones that whistle and they got the tails? Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, so that's vortex what I'm, yeah. ones specifically with the tails, though. Yes. Yes, yeah. Those. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Let's play that game. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out one of these days. 
right, I gotta go. No, me too. I'm tired. Uh, but hey, thanks for listening to Avatar: The Last Podcasters. I'll put all the contact details, as always, down in the description. That's my friend Chris Ford, aka the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. I'm Sean Shaler, and this has been Avatar: The Last Podcasters. We'll see you next time. Uh, uh, Chris, quick stall. Stall for time. Wait, what? It, it, didn't, it didn't even stop. There we go. Now it started. Oh. All right. Thank you all. We'll see you next oh, week. that thing did. Okay.